Gray smoke choked the sky. The city sat in ruins, and an army of philozoids pressed ever closer. The city of Falcon's Light was perched high on an island of rock, surrounded by a spider web of magma-filled chasms. Plexicarbon domes, once numbering more than two hundred, had cloaked every inch of the city, protecting its citizens from the toxic gases outside, and bridges had crisscrossed the magma-filled chasms. Now, all but one dome and one bridge had been destroyed. The people of Falcon's Light now desperately defended one last crossing, the Valley Hale Bridge. Thousands of civilians took refuge under the last intact dome of the city. Hope Dome, as it had been coined by the frightened citizens, was the remnant's last bastion. Davy steered his sky scooter as it zipped past tumbled towers and dodged heaps of rubble. He was one of the few young men to be drafted into full military service, despite being too young to enroll in active duty. It hadn't been easy. He'd been desperate for some way to be useful. He'd gone to the recruiting center every day, begging to be trained. Finally, the recruitment officer had noticed his extraordinary flying skill with the scooter and given him a non-combat role as a courier. He enjoyed delivering messages from Hope Dome to the front lines at Valley Hale Bridge. Couriers were admittedly an ancient communication method, but the philozoids had hacked the remnant's communications. They had no other choice. The military relied on a half-dozen brave scooter pilots to perform this service. Two had since been sniped. Since he wasn't a fully trained soldier, he wasn't permitted to carry an ion sword, a broad, long sword of glowing ion energy. The sword was powerful enough to slice through nearly any material known to humankind. The inability to carry a proper weapon annoyed Davy. His missions were no less dangerous than being on the front lines. Enemy snipers had infiltrated every cove of the city. Worse were the genetically modified creatures the philozoids had released into the ruins, creatures of immense size and insatiable hunger. He'd taken to carrying a rudimentary weapon called an echo sling. It would get him in trouble if anyone knew about it. The sling was a small hand-sized disc, when activated grew to two feet in diameter and glowed with energy. Davy had snuck away from the dome several times to practice hurling the weapon's ammo, echo stones. These were half-inch blue spheres of ionic light. When launched, the balls became disc-shaped. On impact, these discs released a direct burst of sound energy capable of turning the densest stone to gravel. An avalanche of rubble tumbled into the path ahead, and Davy brought the scooter to a stop until it settled just in case other sections of the nearby building were shifting and might collapse. He'd narrowly avoided a bridge collapse his first day of service. Since then, he'd been cautious. There was no further movement, so Davy revved the scooter's engine and shot forward. An enormous paw swung across the path and struck Davy's sky scooter, sending it through a fallen section of dome glass. Davy barely dove from the scooter before it smashed into a support beam and exploded in a brilliant burst of purple and orange flames. Davy pushed himself up and turned to face the mutant creature. 
Most were fifteen to twenty feet in height. This one was closer to thirty, and it had just crested a large pile of rubble. Its brownish-gray fur was thick and matted with dust. Large teeth the size of Davy's forearm jutted from its lower jaw. These teeth, the hallmark of the creature's name, Grizzletooth.